Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. Well, Lordy frickin' God! You can't handle the truth! I'm gonna get a VP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad I'm not with you. I can't wait to shit my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Weather. Of course, in studio tonight is Bradley Weather, my brother, my favorite celebrity. And of course, just bringing it to you live with just the two of us tonight. So we are just two seriously protein-consuming males sitting on the psychiatrist's long chair, writing common sense holistic prescriptions for a healthier America. And as always, I'm going to turn it over to my brother, Brad, ask him how he's doing as usual, and then let's get started. You know, it was a fantastic day. How about yours? Uh, you know what? I'm down here in the South where the weather is warm, uh, 80 plus today where I'm at in the great state of Missouri. Uh, I can tell you that there was another M that was in the 30s, I think, today. Do you know what yeah. it was? What? <laughs> I think that was your home. yeah it's not you know we had 85 degrees or 84 degrees and then it just dropped right down to 30 again and that's that's minnesota weather for you well i can tell you here in missouri you can complain all you want but i'm pretty sure a lot of missourians would take uh, minnesota's weather right now strictly because they are getting pounded with more storms They've already had massive number of tornadoes through this year. Now they've got another batch. Uh, they just had a batch of tornadoes come through, uh, you know, small town like uh, James, or what is it, St. James, um, Missouri, small town out there south of St. Louis. Um, they got hit pretty hard. You know, it's crazy, these storms that are all over the globe. But right here in Missouri, I believe me, they'd take 34 and no storms because I think they had another massive amount of hurricanes that rolled through like, a week ago, and now they're expecting, or not hurricanes, excuse me, tornadoes, of course, I'm tired. And then, of course, now they've got more storms rolling in tonight. So feel feel Uh, bad for those folks. They're the ones getting hit hard. Every part of the country has something, don't they? Like the West Coast has earthquakes and landslides and mudslides. South has heat and the middle has the tornadoes. Yeah, everybody's got something. Uh, Speaking of having something, uh, you know, we started a a new award uh, called the Libtard Award. It um, (laughs) one of my one of my friends, Todd, asked me to start the uh, award and just pick out the biggest Libtard of the week or whatever I'm looking at. And I think I got a winner here. Luxembourg's gay prime minister, which being gay doesn't give him the award but the the luxembourg gay prime minister is supports grooming children now you had warned us that something that this group was going after was grooming kids and the luxembourg prime minister javier Battelle, in a candid but defiant intervention before the european parliament luxembourg's prime minister launched a blistering attack against his Hungarian counterpart, Viktor Orban, and the anti-LGBT legislation. Did I say two? Good Lord. The anti-LGBT legislation his government has introduced. I'm ashamed to see that some of my colleagues want to win votes at the expense of minorities. Who is one of the two openly gay leaders of a European Union country? 
said Wednesday morning. This has already happened in our history, he says. So he's talking about going after uh, another country's prime minister, but uh, he wants to uh, groom for more people into the LGBT community. Is that strange or is it just me? I think it's very strange. I would also like to point out, though, that if we're going to do a libtard of the week, I'd like to do like a, either a rhinoceros of the week or a right wing nut job of the week or something fun, too. I mean, the extremes on both sides are always funny, right? Those are the guys that were just like or gals or it's that we kind of sit back and go, what? <laughs> like yeah. you are part of the problem. Uh, this Luxembourg PM, is that what you said? The prime minister? Yeah. Good Lord, the prime minister. Uh, you see what I mean, folks? This is what I've spoken about. Uh, you know, I have no problem with uh, people living their private lives in their own homes. But when you want to groom children, I have a problem with that, whether it's in your own home or whether it's in someone else's home or a school or any public place or anywhere else for that matter. Um, grooming children is completely unacceptable. And the prime minister, I mean, you know, I just... I wish some of these people would come into some of the parts of the country that I visit and see what happens when they would say that and say a local bar and see what happens to them. It just, you know, those are the type of places where sometimes you get taken back behind the woodshed. And, um, you know, that's that's what we do to groomers. So it's it's unfortunate. And I, I wish artist Jay was on our show tonight. I'd love to see uh, what his reaction would be to this type of thing. Um it makes me wonder after our last discussion, but you know, he may have a hard time believing that there are groomers. Well, this guy's telling you he has no problem with grooming. So it's not like this is a farce or a figment of Johnny's imagination. Who does that is bad, but who says that they do it too? Someone, oh man. Well, we're, we're um, moving to that society. I mean, with all the with all the woke agenda being pushed, we are literally moving to a society where they want to make it sexually open with minors, where we're moving away from this conservative thought process that kids aren't adults until 18 and can't really make good decisions until then. We're trying to move our society is physically moving away from that mentality into a society where children can make their own decisions. It's it's absurd. And you can see where it's leading us as a society, right? Because it is absurd. Yeah. Uh, you're going to like Trump a little bit more. He came out and said, I support using military against cartels. Oh, I love it. We don't I love to, it. We don't need to go down that path. But um, Right on, Trump. That's a, For that, those of you that might not like Trump, just think about what he just said. He is willing to use military force against the cartels in another country. Some of you might consider that to be a scary thought. Just remember, they declared the war on drugs by Congress a very long time ago. And uh, in other news, uh, something that could be very bad for Gavin Newsom if it continues, there was um, breaking news by the CEO of Public SQ. He's moving his headquarters from California to Florida. Oh, wow. He wow. says, I'm very excited to announce today that we are moving the official SP at PSQ headquarters from California to Florida. We launched two years ago in San Diego and are now one of the fastest growing companies in America, soon to be going public. You don't want to go public in California because there's special things that they do to you. Gavin oh, Newsom yeah. is planning an 87% tax on investors 
to fund his woke government currently pushing for ESGs, reparations, and gender equality. We simply refuse to keep operating in a state so antithetical to our values. It's overburdensome, and we're done with it. This is insanity. Come on. 87% tax increase? Look, it's hilarious. Look what's going on in California. Look at all the stores leaving, especially like San Francisco and Los Angeles, all these stores leaving. Honestly, I think it's part of a big master plan. I really do. I saw a thing where Wall Street, you know, the commercial lenders, right? People that are, excuse me, owners of commercial buildings. They are in financial trouble and have been for many years um, because those, uh, those spaces are not being occupied. I mean, hell, look at a mall. Look how many malls are not occupied. And yet, what do they want to do with these buildings, these old these old gyms that aren't being used anymore, or the old Kmarts, or what soon to be the old Walmarts now, because Walmart's shutting down in some locations, and so is Starbucks. What is the plan? I think I've figured it out, Brother Brad. I really do. Really? I, I, I do. I, I got to hear gotta, this. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm on to something here. I think the master plan was to, because, you know, we've always said that, we believe and especially me and, and, and uh, Captain Unicorn, he's not here with us tonight, but if he was, he would agree. They're always working against the people, right? And we can't have big money makers like a BlackRock or anybody else uh, who owns commercial real estate. We can't have them taking big financial hits because those are the financial contributions of how presidents and VPs and senators and Congress get rich is because of those people. So we can't have them going down. So you have to figure out a way to bail their butts out whenever they make a bad financial mistake. We've seen this a multitude of times already, just in the number of decades I've been around. I've seen a, a, quite a few of this cash for cars rings a bell, you know, just a couple of them. Right. Um, don't forget the, 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 the great bailout. Right. Um, yeah. You know, don't forget that. And of course, let's look at COVID money. We had a bad environment. And of course, here's COVID money to everybody. We had millionaires getting paid COVID money. Go figure. So anyways, bottom line is this. I believe that because these commercial, uh, these, these banks holding these commercial loans, we're basically going to go belly up on these loans because why would I pay the bill if I don't have any occupants? Well, I think ultimately what they're going to do is they're going to turn it into public housing. I think they're going to take all these people that are in these areas and those people are driving these businesses away, leaving these spaces to be empty. Well, what better use? And if you haven't listened to the reparations talks or if you haven't listened to some of these city council meetings in some of these liberal areas, you would hear them talking about what they want to do and they want to turn them into public housing. I think it's a huge plan. And in the end, Wall Street bankers stay rich from it and poor people get their free money and their free, you know, crap government housing looks nice in the beginning. A year later, looks like a pile of dog crap. They can have all that. That's what it's about. That's my two cents. It's a little bit wild, but I think I'm on to something. I don't think it's wild at all. I saw on the news today that the czar of the housing department in um, California, she was awarded by the governor 1.9, I think it, I think it was billion dollars to buy buildings in the city and house the homeless. Well, what, what location was that again? That's in California, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Well, that ain't going to buy her a whole lot of buildings. Well, 1.9 billion will buy her a few. Mm, depends on the building. <laughs> <laughs> and I do mean well, that. Like you said, if they've been run down, they're not going to be worth as much, right? So 
and especially if the who's the one that controls it if somebody leaves goes back well, to the city the state right so well, they're going to give them out. give it to them at a lower you'll, price you'll appreciate this part this is the crazy part so now if i'm a commercial investor right and i own a commercial building okay whether it's 1500 square feet or 150,000 square feet now you picture the last 2 3 4 years of it i've had nothing but um, squatters homeless dope addict squatters living in my place, squatting there, taking a dump on the floor, you know, damaging the wall, leaving their drugs and their needles and stuff around, right? I've got this potential problem. I might have other good people in there too, but you know, that's not the majority of our homeless. What happens? Now they get to file an insurance claim. This is the crazy part. They now can file an insurance claim for malicious mischief is the terminology and potentially vandalism and get all their money recouped for their building and then let the government buy it out for a BS check, get both checks, not have to fix it up. Then the government comes in and fixes it up using more taxpayer dollars. And then they give it away for free to people that, well, need a place to live. Terminologies a lot. Where do they spend time thinking up these scams? Do they have that much time on their hands? Well, it makes me wonder how much influence Wall Street still has because Democrats love to say, screw Wall Street, screw Wall Street. And Republicans are the ones that are supposed to be all for Wall Street. But at the end of the day, I don't think Wall Street has ever really given a damn who's in office so long as they keep doing what Wall Street wants. And why is it always Wall Street's ahead of Main Street? A person a long time ago explained that to me and said, if you ever really want to know what's going on in the world, all you got to do is watch Wall Street because Wall Street always knows before Main Street. That was interesting. Yeah, that is. Uh, and, and it's true because they, they deal in billions and trillions of dollars. So they're not going to allow themselves to be caught on the wrong side of some movement or, you know, any any numbers that are uh, are working against them. So. They uh, always did you get know a you bailout were... anyways, so it don't matter. Did, They're going to get a bailout. Did you know you were right about Hunter Biden? Um, which part? <laughs> <laughs> which part was I right about again? Hunter Biden probe is being mishandled, according to an IRS supervisor. The mm. supervisor uh, oversees high-profile criminal cases, and the supervisor has clear-cut information that to prove that when Hunter Biden said that uh, he's confident that the investigation will be handled professional and objective and and a review of that matter will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally and appropriately, this person has proof that he was lying. Oh, what's the proof? Did they get the did they get to show us that part? Well, not yet because they asked to uh, to be protected by the whistleblower law. Oh, okay. So they really do have proof then. Yep. Yeah, we got a regular old yeah. Snowden here, huh? Yeah. So. Hey, whatever happened to Anonymous? <laughs> I, I I've been curious to know whatever happened to those guys. Remember, they were gonna or gals or it's whatever you are. Yeah, and I say that with sarcasm, just so you know. Whatever happened to Anonymous, though? I've been wondering this. Just the other day, I was thinking, gosh, you know, I used to I used to watch what those guys put out. I thought they were. You know, at times intriguing. Um, at times I thought they did a good job. And then at times I thought, what the hell are you doing? Kind of like most people's <laughs> take on things. I think any one of us can make some people think one of the three. 
I just, I was curious. I haven't seen anything. They were going to change the world. They were going to unleash all the secrets. They were going to do blah, 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 blah. And we got nothing. Come on. Nothing. I want to know the secrets. Hey, where the hell is the Ghislaine Maxwell and, uh, you know, uh, pedophile Jeffrey Epstein? Where is the list of all the people that were in Jeff's little black book? I mean, if why you, aren't there if anybody you find else out, being charged? Well, if you find out, we'll both know. Well, if, okay, ask yourself this simple logical question. Jeffrey Epstein was in, in jail as a potential pedophile, okay? Sex trafficker and pedophile, right? He ends up, quote, unquote, quote, hanging himself, unquote. Okay, fair enough, whatever. I don't buy it, but okay, screw it. The girlfriend, the right hand, the, the, the capo of the club, right? She turns around and she ends up getting a major prison sentence, right? For these crimes, no one else was involved. Who are the other people and why has no one else been charged? How did this get brushed under the rug so easily? What well, this reminds me of when they first found out Epstein was one of these people and yet boom, they kind of brushed it under the rug. And ironically, at the same time, JP Morgan Chase knew they knew this dude was a pedophile the whole time. And yet they still held his money and stuff. If you got your money at that bank, folks, you should take it out just to be a good, decent human being. Well, you know, you know how that happened. The the bankers looked the other way and the the people that they uh, watch TV and watch in movies that went to the island, they started spouting something different. And the judges that would have tried them for the crimes, they were they went to the island, so they're not going to do anything. I mean, everybody that would have been involved was at that island, so they don't really want any of those things to come to light so they all went away i think you're just trying to fire me up tonight because the damn ceo <laughs> knew the ceo knew I, I cannot believe you went after john stump and you went after carrie tolstead over there at wells fargo you went after them people underneath them created a bunch of bogus accounts in which really nobody got that financially hurt if any at all and you got another bank that literally knowingly and wittingly had a pedophile and a sex trafficker doing business with them on a multi-hundred million dollar basis. And yet, no big deal. I did where the <coughs> society. Hey, Elizabeth Warren, get off your <coughs> and fix this. What is the CEO still doing there? I'm, I'm shocked. I'm livid right now. That, that thing irritates me so bad because it's even a two-tier justice system depending on who your bankroll is. It's crap. I mean, you know, CNN gets sued, has to pay Kyle Rittenhouse like $250, $275 million for a defamation suit. Then all of a sudden it comes against Fox News. They didn't even have to prove it. They settled for under a billion, three quarters of a, a billion dollars. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then you got Alex Jones, right? I just, I, what is wrong with people, man? Go find God for crying out loud, people. You disgust me. Trans Montana lawmaker lashes out of the GOP colleagues during House floor debate. Did you uh, heard of that? <laughs> no, but you're making me laugh. What do you got? <laughs> the only I just, wait, wait, real quick. Are you saying that there's a trans lawmaker in the state of Wyoming? Well, state of Montana. Or state, I'm sorry, either or Montana, Wyoming, whatever, South Dakota, North a, Dakota. A, um, wow. a bisexual and the first transgender lawmaker in Montana legislature history. 
Wow. So what Representative Zoe Seffer said, the only thing I will say, and I'm saying this in quotes now, the only thing I will say is if you vote yes on this bill and yes on these amendments, I hope the next time there's an invocation, when you bow your heads in prayer, you see the blood on your hands. Wow. That's desperate. I wonder if she was saying the same thing when BLM was burning down Minneapolis and the Walgreens where all the elderly black ladies got their medication uh, burned down and they couldn't get their meds anymore. I wonder if they were screaming the blood on those people's hands. I mean, come on. Yeah, whatever. First off, I'm still laughing that Montana has a trans lawmaker. I'm, I'm like, wow. What'd they do? Move from Canada? I have no idea, but the bill, Senate Bill um, 99 would ban certain medical procedures for transgender minors, but uh, they offered, uh, Gianforte offered uh, suggested changes Monday to make it clear that public funds could not be used to pay for surgery or hormone treatments for youth diagnosed with gender dysphoria. And in quotes, I share your profound commitment to protect Montana children from invasive medical treatments that can permanently alter their healthy, developing bodies, he wrote in a letter to a legislative leader offering his amendment. So Montana Governor Greg Gianforte, who has indicated he supports the bill and is likely to sign it into law. He, she is saying that if you vote for that bill and the amendment, then they, she wants you to see blood. So on his hands. So he's going to see blood on his hands the next time he puts his hands together for prayer, apparently. Uh, but why know, would you see blood on your hands? I, I, we've got to stop all of this uh, extremism. It's just extremism everywhere we turn. It's extreme, extreme, extreme. It, it really, it really, it, it's, you know, it hits you nonstop day yeah. after day, the same stuff. Unbelievable. Do you think it's the uh, vo do you think the voters of Arizona are uh, screaming to redo the governor election? You know, I don't know. Um, I don't let me, know. Let me t let me tell you why. Uh, Katie Hobbs, the new governor, Hobbs vetoes school safety measures, and she calls for gun control instead. Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, who barely beat who again? Uh, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, exactly, shot down two proposals aimed at improving student safety and protecting the rights of law-abiding residents on Tuesday, breaking out her veto pen and calling on the Republican-controlled legislature to start passing gun control bills instead. The House Bill 2332 would have set up a firearm safety education program for students in grades 6 through 12, while Senate Bill 1331 would have allowed Arizonans with concealed carry licenses to lawfully bring their firearms on campus. Wow. Now, now we just talked about a gun-free zone is where 98% of all the mass shootings happen, and the Arizona legislature says, okay, Let's stop this. Let's allow teachers, janitors, whomever to carry at school so they can stop someone coming in trying to shoot people. And what does the governor, the new governor, the Democratic governor say? Nope. Just uh, give me a bill for gun control instead. That's just insanity.
well, well, you know, you you, you get what you vote for. Um, yeah. What's that? You always say that, and and you know what? You are always correct. Well, we always see these articles. You say that, and you're always correct. It's sad on both accounts that we always see these types of articles. You guys, you you were Arizona was a red state. All the people from California, not all people from California, started moving to Arizona. All of a sudden, it's electing a Democratic governor, and now you got this. Yeah, that's it's just insanity. What these what? Well, if you look at that race, it's very interesting because. Carrie Lake obviously kept her foot on the gas to fight it all the way up to the Supreme Court level. Um, it's interesting that the AG's race in that state may, in fact, actually get overturned. Um, I was actually reading an article in regards to how the attorney general's race may be overturned due to the fact, I believe, that they have been able to prove a number of um, bogus ballots, fraudulent mail-in ballots. So something worth uh, looking into, people. That's what I would say to you is, is you know, if you look into it and you you feel the need to support, go for it. If you feel the need to fight against it, go for it. But try to do it all civilly. Do you do you like Indiana Jones? I did until Harrison Ford started to become political, and then it ruined me. Like much of Hollywood, I do not like it. I believe in, and a lot of people, you can hear me say this quite a bit. I like Hollywood. Hollywood is the court jesters of today's modern era. They are meant to entertain the masses. Do your job, entertain us. That's what we like. And you know what? Some of you are the finest in the world at it, but because you pump out your political opinion, only half of you, you're only getting half of what you could. Keep the politics to a minimum, to a nothing actually, and be a court jester, and the rest of us will very much enjoy your movies. Well, Camille Colonna and anthropologist at France's National Institute of Preventive Archaeological Research found an ancient necropolis from 2,000 years ago next to the Parisian train station. Huh. Is that amazing? 50 graves. A necropolis is... Um, a, an area where a cemetery was put and it's rather a large uh, area set aside from the city in the olden days. But wow, right downtown Paris, they found 50 graves and they say that it gives some kind of insight as to how people lived 2000 years ago. <laughs> 2000 years ago, there's a grave there. Wow. that See, I love history and that just fascinates me. Well, look at some of the best archaeological sites out there. There's great stuff that predate those eras. So, you know, you're talking about the days of uh, Jesus almost. So it's pretty cool stuff. It is. Um, I'm into relics like that. I actually own a coin from 437 BC, I think it is. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's not worth a ton, but you can still see what it says on it and it, it's a pretty cool looking coin. <laughs> I'm into I'm into unique things like that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. All right, well, uh, that seems like that's the end of this show. Thank mm -hmm. you for being a part of it. We will see you later. All right, all right. <laughs>
Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we, the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. Yeah, and I'm with you, 